Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is me going on an epic rant on my 46th birthday, just talking about all kinds of stuff. Hope y'all are doing well. Bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Today is my 46th birthday, January 9th. I was born in 1976, and uh, it's been a while since I've done a podcast. I've been, uh, it's been on the road, just been traveling, just been visiting people, just, you know, been uh, connecting and, and uh, you know, expanding and, and doing my meditations and breath work and prayers and exercises and hot and cold therapies and you know, trying to keep my diet in line over the holidays, which uh, actually went better than most years. I did, I did indulge a little bit here and there, and I'm not gonna lie, I, 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 uh, I, I, I did eat in and out a few times since I've been in Southern California. I don't even really eat a lot of uh, red meat usually. When I say I don't eat it a lot, it's like maybe a couple times a year. I'm not a huge meat eater in general. But I don't know, man. Something about In-N-Out just takes me back to childhood. And, and unless you were raised on In-N-Out burgers, I, I just really don't think you understand. Um, but um, other than that, you know, I, I've had my diet pretty dialed. Um, I do mostly eat fruits and vegetables and nuts and things like that. But, you know, I'm an A-positive blood type, which is a mostly vegetarian diet. And... I don't follow that diet because, oh, the blood type diet is so accurate or this and that. I follow it because my body actually craves that type of stuff. And because that diet is accurate. I, I, I doubted it for a while. And then um, I saw, uh, I, I read this book called Bloodlines of the Gods, which was about, um, uh, you know, all the blood types and the RH negative blood types in most of the elites and royals and uh, people in high positions of power are RH negative blood types. And apparently it is one of the oldest blood types um, in man and one of the few blood types that um, if a woman has RH negative blood and has a, a positive child... A fetus in her belly she her own body will reject that um that embryo because it has something to do with uh, the um the the difference in in the blood uh it will it will literally uh kill her own baby internally um but um when i got covid five six months ago i had noticed me and a few other people which were a positive blood types we all got so sick, we all wound up in the hospital, and we were sick for almost a month, and I had about five friends that were O blood types, and O is a meat eater blood type, and they were sick for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, they were really sick, but they weren't as sick as me and my friends, and none of them wound up in the hospital. That's not to say if you're an O blood type, you won't go to the hospital. It's just uh, O blood types are meat eaters. They are hardier blood types. And, um, you know, I noticed that specifically. And then after that, I really started paying attention to my friends and family members 
like food cravings around me and I noticed O's naturally crave meat and A's naturally crave more fruits and vegetables. So maybe there's nothing to the blood type diet, but there's, it's just really strange that uh, these, you know, coincidences happen. And you guys know how I feel about coincidences. I, I don't really think they exist. I, I, you know, it's like, you know, everybody calls you a conspiracy theorist, but you're like, oh, great. So, yeah, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Maybe you can tell me about your, your, cons- your coincidence theories and how those outweigh the, the conspiracies, which are basically just corruption. You guys know how I feel about that stuff. Haven't been talking a lot about conspiracies lately. Haven't been talking a lot in general lately. But uh, today's the day. 46th year on the planet. This year, my numerological year is a seven. It is a spiritual year for me. Um, Seven is the God number. There is seven colors in the rainbow, seven days in the week, seven sacred metals in alchemy, seven uh, local planets, seven music notes. Um, Even the Native Americans believed in the four directions, the heavens, the earth, and the self, which was the number seven. A lot of really interesting things with the number seven. If I'm missing anything, please forgive me. Um, But it's a seven year for me, which means, knowingly, again, call it another coincidence, um, when I left Washington a couple months ago, I left with the specific mission to go on a path, a spiritual journey, a, um, a, a, a reconnection with family. And, and uh, you know, s- you know, spiritual journey doesn't mean I'm like I'm taking off to go do a you know, three-month meditation or whatever. A lot of times what's enriching to our spirit is just connecting with our loved ones or, or going to see things that we haven't seen. It's uh, a spiritual year to me is, is kind of a time of rest even. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an enrichment of, of the spirit, you know, the mind, the body, and the spirit. It's, it's basically my body told me you've been busting your ass for the last uh, four and a half years it's time to take a break. It's time to fucking renounce, you know, the social norms and hit the road and, and uh, see how far you can stretch a few thousand dollars um, and, and see where you could travel on it, right? You know, I mean, I had, you know, at least 10 grand or more saved um, and I am doing it in a Honda Element and to be fair... Uh, most of the places I go, I have a, a, a place to stay. Most of my friends and family members have extra rooms or beds for me to stay in. So it's been very luxurious. But, um, you know, there has been a couple of times I've had to pull off to the side of the road and camp. I, I did. I think I said this on one of my podcasts. I got to pull off the road and I literally camped out in Area 51 one night in, in the back of my uh, element. And uh, it was really awesome. I woke up in the morning in this cool little rest area and then went to this um, area 51 alien style coffee shop and gift shop and then uh, i hit the road i think i turned on a joe rogan podcast and went for it or i was listening to tinfoil hat those are like my go-to podcasts it's really funny because um i used to listen to joe rogan all the time you know six seven years ago and i really really hit his podcast hard sometimes listening to two or three a day for about a three-year period 
And then uh, Eddie Bravo, one of Joe's friends, I think Joe got his black belt from Eddie Bravo. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I am, I, I don't remember. But Eddie would go off on all of his conspiracies and all this stuff, and Joe would always try and shut him down. And then I found out Eddie goes on uh, Sam Tripley's podcast, Tinfoil Hat, so I followed Eddie over there, and that's how I discovered Tinfoil Hat. And um, I was lucky enough in the last couple of years to do a couple of t-shirts for the Tinfoil Hat podcast. I did the um, the Bill Gates t-shirt where it's a picture of him injecting the, the world. Um, and then I did um, one of, uh, it's a NASA uh, logo, but it says nasty on it, and um, which is funny because... It was Eddie Bravo's um, theories on, you know, NASA and the space bullshit and, and this fucking fairy tale in the, in the heavens that, that um, these satanic cultists have created for adults to get lost in because they know they, they, they figured out when we were young and we were in school and the education system that they could just program our minds with a bunch of fucking bullshit. And if you don't believe that, clearly you didn't pay attention in school. Clearly you've forgotten. They didn't tell you that the Irish were the first slaves or that there were free black men in the northern part of America uh, pre-slavery or that there was blacks owning slaves or, you know, that the, the the Chinese were basically slaves. They probably didn't tell you about the orphan trains or the, or the, the, the massive, uh, <clears throat> child sex trafficking rings that were happening in the 17 and 1800s. You know, they, they taught us a bunch of bullshit. They didn't teach us shit like how to balance a checkbook or, you know, the stock market or they didn't even teach us math that we would use on a daily basis. They taught us a bunch of bullshit that, that we're never going to use. They literally filled yours and they tried to fill my. They didn't succeed because uh, I was rebellious from a young age. But they tried to fill our heads with a bunch of bullshit and overexert and exercise our brain and literally repetitiously train our minds in a fashion that only made us think in a certain way, which is why now society lives in dipshit land. You have this entire planet walking around justifying their beliefs, which are the ideas and opinions of the television, and they're all logical fallacies and straw man arguments. These people are literally educated through the uh, the curriculum that was created uh, by massive uh, corporate and government influence. You're, you're only being taught what you're supposed to be taught, and you're paying to be trained to think a certain way. That's not to say that you can't gain benefits from education, but by and large, when you look around the streets, the people that are literally the most unaware of the things that are going around on around them all have degrees, and that's how they justify their stupidity and ignorance. And, and that's it. you don't even have a degree. It's like, bitch, I didn't even graduate from high school, and I've traveled all over the planet, and I've owned two businesses. Like, fuck off. I didn't need the school system. And I'm not trying to say that to condescend people. I'm just saying, like, most people would, would frown down upon the way that I did my shit. Like, I'm the antithesis of somebody who rebelled against the system from age eight up. Like I, I did it till I was in third grade and then I was like, fuck this bullshit. I'm done. 
uh, the school never lets me do art. They don't, they only let me go out and play very often. Like it, it's, and, and when I do get to go out and play, it's on a fucking blacktop with concrete. There's no fucking trees out there. All the kids are fucking mean. All the teachers are annoyed by me, and they, they're all talking in this monotone voice. And then I get home, and my dad had his foot up my ass because I didn't do great in school. Or well, I did good in school till the third, uh, fourth grade. I, the fourth grade is when I started slacking off, and, and I just was like, "Fuck this shit." And by the eighth grade, I was done, dude. And uh, you know, a lot of these people say, "Oh, it's your ADD, this and that." You know what? ADD is a fucking superpower. Don't let anyone tell you different. Oh well, he has a problem focusing, and no. I had a problem focusing on a bunch of boring, useless shit that I'll never, ever use in my life, right? Like, why don't you fucking teach me gardening or cooking or some, some real shit? Instead, you taught me a bunch of shit that I'll never use. Like, we all know Christopher Columbus didn't s- discover America. The Vikings and Egyptians were here first. Hell, the Africans were here here first. There's African jewelry and statues all over South America. So... These assholes get a stranglehold on us, ADD, and the bottom line is ADD is a superpower, dude. Yeah, I couldn't focus on your bullshit. You sit me down in front of art. Sit me down in some, like, history of spirituality or, like, animals or, you know, real shit. Shit that I'm interested in and I had hyper-focus. And what they do? They knew that if they fucking got all of us little kids hooked on their their their, uh, their amphetamines, because that's what Ritalin and all this other shit is, that they, they hook ADD hyperactive kids on, they get us hooked on fucking meth at a young age, and then we grow up and wonder why we're, we, we're all hooked on drugs and shit, they can destroy the outliers of society, because that's what we are. All of us with ADD, all of us that rebelled, it was like, dude, this doesn't make sense. Like, fuck, I fucking hate the newscasters. I don't believe these motherfuckers smiling and laughing at shit that isn't even funny on the news. Suck a dick, motherfucker. You know, it's like, I, I just, like, I don't know. I just never fit in, and I still don't fit in. And guess what? That's what this whole journey was, why I'm taking off. I'm like, I'm going to fucking take off. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to float it on, on ten grand. Uh, um, and yeah, I got a little money in stocks and, and, and cryptocurrency and shit like that, but I'm not like balling out of control on that and I could lose it all tomorrow. Um, but the, the point is, is I have faith in myself. I have faith in the most high, the creator above. And, and I literally believe our minds manifest and create our realities and um, as long as you stay with the spiritual practice, as long as you, you cultivate discipline, that could be through diet and exercise, hot, cold therapy, breath work, meditation, whatever the discipline is, yoga, uh, martial arts, ballet, you know, anything, anything that you don't want to do, that you do every, you do every day. And, and it's like you almost got to become obsessed with it because I'll tell you what, last night I'm at my sister's house. And I'm sitting in the jacuzzi, right? She's got a hot tub here. There's nobody here. I'm sitting in the jacuzzi. I got it on. It's up to 104. I sit in there for, um, I don't know, like 10 minutes. And I'm listening to this podcast. And, uh, and then the pool next to the jacuzzi isn't heated. I mean, you can heat it, but it's not heated. So, and it hasn't been heated in months. So the water's probably 50 degrees or less. Um, but hey, man, you know what? It's time to get up. 
I would assume that it's probably in the 40s, man, because I was in some water that was in like mid to late 30s in, in Oregon not too long ago. And this water feels a little less uh, cold, but it still feels close, you know. It's like cold enough to where you're like your limbs start feeling like they're burning on fire and they're tingling and shit. And so I would go from the, the hot tub straight into the cold pool. And uh, last night I probably sat in there twice for about three minutes at a time. And, uh, you know, it's like... Every time I do that shit, I don't want to do it, man. And then I sit in there and I just start doing the breath work, the Wim Hof breathing or breath of fire, whatever breathing method I feel like doing at the time. And next thing you know, I've been in there for three minutes. And, and, and you know, after about a minute, it's not hurting anymore. It's like my body has acclimated to, the, to the, the temperature somewhat. But that's the best time to stay longer because after about a minute, I feel like that's when it starts like cooling down your organs and... And, and your internal um, physiology, and uh, that's where like the real benefits come in. And so, um, yeah, man. It, and then like yesterday, my my buddy, he's an ex pro boxer, and uh, his his name was Cool Mike, and he was so good at boxing that he sparred Floyd Mayweather three times, and they paid him to spar Floyd Mayweather, and. Um, he fought at a wild card gym for a while under Kevin Morgan, who uh, was a Hall of Famer. I believe he got his title stripped from him because he was p- smoking pot. So stupid because now it's legal. And uh, so my buddy uh, said, yeah, you know what, I'll, 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 I'll train you a little bit. And so yesterday morning I, I, we did some light sparring. And in the past I've sparred with him and I've gotten a few injuries from him. But he hasn't been boxing in a long time and he's like... So come on, let's spar. We'll, we'll, we'll do light spar. And I was like, yeah, but you always say that. And then, you know, every other time you crack me and I wind up with a busted rib or, you know, you cracked one of my, my teeth. That's why I got gold teeth now. Knocked one of my fillings out and split half of a tooth. And he's like, no, no, man, I promise, this and that. And I, I believed him this time. And so we got in some light rounds. We, you know, I got, I got hit a couple times, but nothing too crazy. Um, and then we did like, you know, like where we let each other like do body shots for like a minute, you know, and, and, and toughen our body up. And, and I didn't want to do that, but I did it anyways because I wanted to do it because I wanted to bring in my 46 year doing things that I love, doing disciplines that I really enjoy. And uh, I really enjoyed that. It was cool. We, 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 did, we, we did about 25 minutes of that. We, we, we sparred. We did about two 10, 15 minute rounds and, and then... Uh, and then he wanted to stop because he had to go do some shit. I wanted to keep going because I like to get fucking sweaty and, and just drained. But I wound up coming home and fucking fell asleep for three and a half hours. I, I usually, I guess I have been taking a lot more naps lately. Um, but anyways, man, like, yeah, dude. Like, you got to become obsessed with the shit that... You gotta become obsessed with the shit that you're into because sometimes I know that I don't love the shit that I do. I'm obsessed with it. It's it's like it's almost like an addiction. It's like I traded in all these harmful addictions, this feeling like shit for feeling better. I literally traded that addiction in. It's like I was literally addicted to feeling like shit. And I somehow over the years and I believe I attribute this to meditation, extreme hours of meditation. I, you know, I, I slowly it just, it's just vanished. It's like, I rarely feel like shit anymore. Um, and yet does bad shit happen? Sure it does. 
I just don't let it affect me the way that it used to, right? Um, trading in, you know, smoking weed for... Well, I used to get high as fuck and, and train a lot. Uh, I'll say just trade it in smoking weed for breath work or, you know, for diet or whatever. Because I know when I smoked weed, my diet was not as strict as it is now. Um, Traded in alcohol for martial arts and, you know, and on and on and on. Like, you just trade trade in these unhealthy addictions for those things that you know will help your mind, your body, and spirit proliferate. And um, and you become obsessed because a lot of times you're like, fuck, man, I really don't feel like working out. I really don't feel like meditating. In fact, almost every time I do all of this stuff, I, I do that. And it's just like, and then I have this other voice in the back of my head that's like, nah, motherfucker, you get your ass in there and you do that meditation. You do that breath work. You get in that cold water. You sit in that sauna for a half an hour. You sweat. You sweat it out, right? And that's the kind of stuff that I do, and, and I just, I've become obsessed with it. And, um, yeah, man. So, been hanging out in L.A. for a while now with the family, which has been uplifting my spirits. And uh, today is my 46th birthday, and I guess I'm going to go see one of my best friends, Marty Jean, and hang out with her. It was her son's birthday yesterday. And uh, and then I'm going to go tonight to hang out with my family. I guess they're going to take me to a nice Japanese restaurant for dinner. They all know that I'm a, I'm a veggie fiend. They're all freaking O's. All of them want to just, all they want to do is eat meat. Every time I go to a goddamn uh, holiday with them, it's all carbs and meat. And, I, and they're always like, oh, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, it's the same thing that I say every time. I want fucking vegetables. Give me some vegetables. Green beans. And not no fucking green bean casserole, neither. It's fucking garbage vegetables. Give me some fresh green beans, some asparagus, some broccoli, some zucchini, fucking butternut squash. Give me something sustainable that's not going to, like, be hard on my digestion. I can't eat meat every fucking day like that, right? Like, that's why the whole vegan thing, like, over the years, and I, and I was a vegan for a while... But the whole vegan thing, it's like, that's like everything in life. You just start to see the hypocrisy in everything because being that I worked on a farm for, uh, you know, five years and on different islands, farms, uh, organic farms, I saw the amount of rodents and birds and insects and pests that we had to kill for these vegans to have... You know, their their raw food and their fucking vegan diet, their their cruelty free diet as they like to call it. But we've got to uh we've got to destroy natural habitats to plant these fucking gardens and then the animals get killed a lot of times. So it's like it's not cruelty free. Like you know, sure you don't have to look into a cow's eyes as you cut its throat or whatever, but I don't see a problem if you're a hunter or you're a farmer that like raises your livestock free range in a wonderful field where they live a great life and you quickly, before the animal can even realize what's happening, end its life so that you can feed you and your family. I don't see a problem with that, dude. A lot of these animals in the wild 
They're going to get old. They're going to get decrepit. And they're going to suffer months and months before they die. Or they're going to get eaten alive by other animals. And that's how nature works. So the vegan philosophy is totally hypocritical. It totally goes against human evolution. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm just saying don't be one of those weird-ass Nazi militant vegans. And oh my God, I can't even look at you eating your food. Dude, some people's biology and physiology, if you know about health, which a lot of these vegans don't know about, if you know about health, they think they know about health, then you'd know certain blood types flourish on proteins. That's just a fact. Like if if my mom or my ex or some of my friends don't eat meat, they literally get mean and nasty. Vegetables all the time just don't cut it for them. And I get it. It's just like me. It's like, yeah, I, I like to eat meat every once in a while too. I can't live on it all the time. I'm sorry. Like, in fact, it's like an every other day, every three days treat for me. And, you know, I, of course I have my moral dilemmas because I, I love animals. But in the same token, I know it's part of the cycle of life, dude. Animals eat animals. That's the way nature works. So find me a jungle in the world where there's not other animals eating animals. Or there's not animals, you know, even deers and bulls. They're trying to freaking gorge each other with their horns, dude. So even animals aren't cruelty-free, right? So... Like, I just rely on, like, natural law and, and what I see in nature. And, and as far as I'm concerned, human nature is a reflection of mother nature. And when I see my friends and family members not, you know, living their best life when it's just only vegetables for them, it's like, okay, well, hey, the blood type diet makes a lot of sense to me. And listen, guys, I know I'm jumping around. I'm on a fucking hot one right now. It's my 46th year. I'm feeling good. I'm just spitting fire on the mic like I do, do, do. And I'm jumping around from top topic because I'm ADD as fuck. But I'm focused enough to hit you on a bunch of different levels since it's been so long since I got on this mic to let you know that uh, there's still, still a soldier out here holding it down on that real shit that, uh, that's uh, not fucking with that pop culture you know, modern education mentality. I'm keeping it trail, y'all. And, uh, yeah, dude, basically, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, how's this sound? Hey, uh, it's so funny because, uh, you know, the government and the, and the media is trying to convince people like me and other people that didn't get vaccinated. They're like, guys, you need to get the vaccines because they work. And they're telling everybody that got vaccinated, guys, you need to get the boosters because the vaccines don't work. And somehow these uh, pop culture, uh, modern education uh, zombies on the streets equate that to the vaccines work. It's like, dude, like it went from one vaccine to two vaccines to now what are we on the third booster? It's like, dude, get a hold of yourself, dude. If it fucking works, you don't need to get 10 of them. You know what works? Uh fucking polio vaccines you, 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 you know the difference between the polio vaccines and this vaccine the polio vaccine went through years of trials was there some side effects and, and maybe possibly some deaths of people sure that always happens but it wasn't to the extent that these mRNA vaccines had 
the polio vaccines actually did what they were supposed to. The people that created the polio vaccines were under liability if something happened to the people that took those vaccines, right? And, and that was a different time also, right? Like now, these guys are saying, oh, they don't have to let you know what ingredients are in their, their, uh, their vaccines for 75 years. I mean, if these vaccines work so good, you, you would think there would be a bunch of transparency, wouldn't you? But, but no, there's not. And, and you know, you, you don't got to like hide statistics and data and, and, and deaths and illnesses and, and adjust uh, statistics if your product is trustworthy. And that's all they've been doing with these vaccines. And sure, there's a bunch of dipshits out there that are hooked on, on mainstream media and, and think that their television has their best interests at hand for them. But those are going to be the first people to die when shit gets real. The ones that are unbiased and educated are the ones that are checking out both mainstream and uh, private journalists investigation. They're listening to doctors that don't agree with the narrative and doctors that do agree with the narrative. But for me, if you've got to bribe me, if, if everybody in the crowd is doing it, Right there, right there, I'm turned off already. I'm just like, I'm not, I, fuck no. Everybody's doing it. Now, I'm surrounded by a bunch of idiots. I'm not following them. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, and I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy on the planet. I'm just saying I'm surrounded by a bunch of idiots. Uh, you know, and you don't even have to be a conspiracy theorist to see what the hell is going on in the last two years. If you can't rationally and logically see what the hell is happening just based on all the bullshit and fuckery that's been going on in the media and with science, science and all this other shit, then you're, 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 you're hopeless. Like if, if you can't tell that something is up, this is not your podcast. Trust me. You're, you're, you're dude, man. And, and again, everybody always uses this. You think all the doctors and scientists are in on it? And I'm like, no. All of their bosses are, and there's nothing these doctors and scientists can do about that because they're under pressure to do what their bosses tell them, just like a lot of you are, just like I was when I worked for the man. That's why I chose not to work for the man. Again, if I got to be coerced, if I got to be threatened, if I got to be bribed, if I got scumbag pedophiles like de Blasio and Gavin Newsom and all these freaking pedophiles at the top and the upper echelons of society trying to bribe me into getting vaccines, I know I shouldn't trust that shit. Especially for a virus with a 1% fatality rate. And what are they, who do they say they affects the most? People that are 75 and older. Wow. Is most people don't even get symptoms. So you're telling me the scumbags that drop bombs on villages, the scumbags that put fluoride and chlorine in our water, which are neurotoxins and cancer-causing agents that were used in Nazi Germany, they put this shit in our water because they care about us, right? They, they put pesticides in our food, Monsanto, in our food, which another cancer-causing agents... They collapse economies. They, they have done horrible things to, to low-income people of all different races. These people suddenly care about our health and well-being. They didn't care about the heart disease from all the fast food chains that were going out. 
They didn't care about diabetes from soda pop. We don't need to be using corn syrup. We could use regular sugar or honey or stevia or something. They didn't care about all these people crashing cars or or any number of other things that have been happening on the streets. No, no, these psychopaths, they care about grandma's safety because it's killing 1% of society. They're not focused on the shit that's, that's killing 20% of society. They're focused on something that's killing 1%. And they've ramped up the psychological warfare to fill everyone with terror and fear and, and anxiety and depression. And guess what? I don't feel that shit. Did I feel it at certain points during this scamdemic? Sure. Sure I did. But I'll tell you what. It wasn't that I felt that from the government because I've, I've always been willing to stand my ground and get it. It's that I was like – I was losing my shit over the people. I just couldn't believe how many people fell for this garbage. Just couldn't believe. Like I said, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to see the signs. They're giving you signs every day. They're telling you what their game plan is every day. They're openly, they're openly lying. Saying, oh my God, the vaccines work and da-da-da-da. Then they're coming out a few weeks later saying, well, the vaccines don't work as good as we thought they did. You know, you got places that are like 80, 90% vaccinated. So they got places. Sorry, I got got a call. So they got places all over the world that are like 80, 90% vaccinated. And the, the cases of COVID are skyrocketing in these places. So for this is for all the people that got degrees and that are so educated and so smart and school taught them to think so, just so efficiently. Tell me if all these places are vaccinated and they're wearing masks, like you guys say work, right? How the fuck have the cases skyrocketed? It's just basic. You don't need to be a conspiracy theorist to know math. Right? I mean, this is basic ass mask. math. It, 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 so this is the stuff that, that frustrates me is that I see people just falling for this shit and just willing to give up all their rights and, and, and freedom and autonomy as sovereign beings. And, and that's why I had all this anxiety. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be fighting alone. And it's because I cared so much about humanity. I let it get me down and I let it fill me with anxiety. But you know what? After I got COVID, the Delta variant, and almost died, I stopped giving a fuck because I realized, you know what? I literally got this virus and almost died, and I still refused to get vaccinated. That told me right there, you just got tested. You passed the fucking test. You're standing your goddamn ground, and you will face death at your own hands. Before you allow others to govern your lifestyle over some some fear-ass bullshit. And guess what? I could have beat knowing what I know now, which I didn't know back then. I thought I knew. I have other secret weapons in my arsenal now. I could have beat that uh, virus a lot quicker. But I didn't. I just wasn't aware of some specific protocols that I'm aware of now. That I know would work because I got a cold a few weeks ago. And, and dude, usually colds last a week to two weeks for me every time I get them. I had this thing beat in three days off my protocol. So, but I almost died and I still stood my ground. And I'm going to continue to stand my ground. And it was at that point after having that virus that I realized, you know what? 
I am the creator of my own reality. I am my own uh, vessel of freedom. And, and I'm a fucking wizard. And we're all wizards. And, you know, a lot of the conspiracy movement in my eyes, which is why I haven't been doing a lot of stuff on conspiracies. Yeah, sure, I've indulged in a little bit of it today because I don't really see it as conspiracies. I just see it as, like, real life and history and shit like that. Um, but... I just even see that as like a fear-based anxiety movement and that, um, you know, I'm going to focus more on my path and I'm going to focus more on my spiritual growth. And when I'm not afraid of not having money, when I'm not afraid of not having money, sorry, I keep getting interrupted and I have to stop and pause in the middle of it. When I'm not afraid of not having money or love or whatever it is or food or whatever, I don't. I, I never suffer from lack of. Even even when I'm broke, even when I might not have a place to go, or might not. You know, it's like, or rents due or whatever. And because I have not in the past, and I'm talking about for years, and now I'm trying to apply this to every aspect of my life, as of six months ago. You'll notice my podcast went through a distinct change in the last six months. And that's not to say that I won't engage in conspiracy talk or anything. I haven't really had a lot of guests on. But I'm focusing more on myself. But myself in the sense that trying to wake people up to conspiracies and this and that. Like like I said earlier, dude, if you need conspiracies to wake up, dude, you're hopeless. Sorry. You're you're just I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You're just a fucking idiot. That's all I can say. And I can't be any more blunt and any more truthful and, and me be telling you the truth is actually being me being nice, even though I said if you don't if you can't see it, you're a fucking idiot. That's me being nice. I'm telling you the truth, right? I'm being a whole lot nicer than your government and television is being to you. And, and I've always been the type of person that I need the truth. I need the bluntness. I, I don't learn from the soft, sweet, oh, my God, yeah, oh, my God, you're a victim. I know you need to be nice and sweet. I don't learn off that pussy shit. And I know some people do. And, I, I, and in life, for the most part, I'm a really nice guy. But I also, I also honor the shadow side of the light work. All right, shit ain't all rainbows and unicorns to me. I'm sorry. That's just not the way life goes. My most valuable spiritual lessons were learned through pain and suffering, and I stand by that. And 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 raw, honest truth. So, when I say I'm being selfish, I'm not being selfish physically or monetarily or even mentally or spiritually. I'm out here doing things for people, actively doing things for people, being kind to my fellow man. Giving free podcasts, doing free tarot readings, trying to help the homeless when I can, trying to help, you know, friends and family members when I can or people in need. I'm saying I'm being selfish with my my feelings, my anxiety, my pain, my depression, and not allowing the ignorance and actions of other people around me to affect my internal state of peace. Do I, know, do I see what's going on? Absolutely, 100%. Nobody knows more about the occult and conspiracy and corruption uh, than me and my friends. Like, we are the most tapped into that world. But I'm starting to see a new path that it's time for me to go down. And, and I, I dropped Sam Tripley's name earlier because I've just, 
he just has the most killer podcast out there. It's it's always fire. And even though I'm not as obsessed with the conspiracy podcast as I, as I used to, like Tinfoil Hat because it's funny, and I just I like Sam and, and XG and Johnny in general. They're just like great personalities, and they have the most incredible guests. I listen to their stuff still, um, but like Sam said, conspiracies always lead to spirituality, and it's absolutely true for me. Spiritualities led me into conspiracies. I let go of spirituality for a little while. And then I had a bridge between conspiracy and spirituality. I was like operating with that together. And now, and then I got too heavy into the conspiracies again, even though I was meditating and doing my stuff. And now I'm letting go of the conspiracy stuff to a certain degree and focusing more on my seven year path. My, my seven number year path. This year, my 46th year is a seven. I'm a seven this year, which is a spiritual path. This year is all about spirituality. So this year will be focused on travel. will be focused on art. will be focused on connecting with friends. It will be focused on challenging my comfort in, in ways where I am seeking to gain access to higher dimensions of myself and to the most high, the creator of all things. And, and, and opening doorways within myself um, spiritually that will benefit me in the future. I'm not going to worry about finances. I find myself as like, oh, you only have this much money. Don't buy this at Whole Foods. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to live in fear. I am going to buy that fucking $30 collagen uh, bone broth supplement for my green tea in the morning. I am going to buy that $10 coconut yogurt because it's full of probiotics and my gut health is important to me. I am going to do this shit. And sure, I'm not tattooing as much as I was, but I am doing a few tattoos here and there. And my tattoos are still fire as fuck because I've been tattooing and doing art my whole life. Anyways, today, I've had a bunch of people call me since I've been trying to do this podcast. So I got to call some people back. I know they want to talk to me. But um, I just want to let you guys know, dude, like you don't got to be a conspiracy theorist to be aware of what's going on around you. Like sh- shit is, is – there's a lot of corruption there's a lot of bullshit in the society and what what our job is now is to find a new path a new way of life i deleted my facebook a couple weeks ago i'm off facebook i'm trying i'm trying to release the, the 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 social media craving right and focus my energies on other things um so it's time for us to start breaking away from pop culture and society the people living in cities here you go. I've said this a bunch. The reason why Hawaii, Washington, Oregon, and California are being just rot with just the most abominable Marxist, communist leftism known to man is because what they're doing is they're creating a slave class for the upper class. These people want these states for the elites. And the people that remain that aren't elites, well, these people have proven their loyalty because they've let them beat them into submission in every way, shape, and form. So these guys will stay around and serve in their restaurants and stores. They will be the slave class for the elites. So there's people that are exiting these states in, 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 in massive numbers, and they're not, they're not putting up with this shit. 
There's a lot of people that are fighting back in these in these uh, cities, these massive cities all over the country. They're pulling this bullshit. But you're not hearing about it because you know th- that doesn't help the politicians. Both the politicians on the right and the left are working together to uh, create a full-blown totalitarian state. They, what they want is they want that AI super state, that freaking that 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 artificial, that fake intelligence to rule the, the the planet. So for all of you guys that are like, why are they doing this in these beautiful states? Because those are the states the elites want, and they want you. The ones that agree with this shit, the ones that support the vaccine passports and all this bullshit, you are going to be the slaves that work for the elites while they live in these beautiful states. So it's up to us to change our uh, programming. It's up to us to recognize what's going on, that we are wizards. We can create our own realities. We can, we, can, we can get to higher states of consciousness through meditation. We can make our dreams come true by constantly doing visual meditations and feeling the emotions of what our visual meditations feel like. Say, say we want Let's say we want to spend more time in nature. Well, visualize yourself in nature. Visualize the smells of the trees. Visualize the sun or the snow or the rivers on your feet. Or visualize the feelings of what it feels like to be in these spaces. And guess what? That shit will happen. That's something the secret didn't tell you. Visualize it and it will happen. Do your breath work. Go into those places oxygenate your blood do the breath of life dude. in all the religions and spiritual practices of the world what is it it's all in the breath the breath of god blew across the earth and gave everything life it's all in the breath the breath is constant it's the only thing we can't live without for more than five to six minutes we can live with water without water for five to six days five to six minutes you ain't got no breath you're dead that is the closest thing to God, is our breath. Constantly need to sustain that. Then it's water. Then it's food. Then it's exercise. So focus on your breathing. Challenge yourself every day. Do the things, all these weaklings around us. See, a lot of these people, they, they, they want to take the shortcut. They want to they take the shortcut. And then once you get to a certain space, you realize, oh, my God, the shortcuts are actually the longer, harder way of doing things. Because I used to try and do the shortcuts. I used to be undisciplined. I used to be addicted. I used to be stranded in my five senses. Doing the hard work to get what you want, you just – you lose – you just – you don't care. You're not as addicted. You, you, the discipline makes things fall away. So, like when you look at a lot of these occultists and in these in these and these these old religion, these satanic Saturnist orders and golden dawns and all this stuff, they're all trying to cheat to gain access to things. But in life, you always have to pay for something in one way or another, karmically, spiritually. Mentally, whatever. Look at people like Aleister Crowley. Look at people like Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard and a lot of these celebrities. They died lonely, miserable deaths. And a lot of them were involved in the occult. And a lot of them were cheating to get what they wanted. You can't cheat. You got to do it the hard way. 
and eventually the hard way, you, you, like while you're doing it, you're challenging yourself. You're like, fuck it. Oh, oh, I can't do it for another 30 seconds. I can't do it for another two or three minutes. Watch me. And then the hard way becomes, it opens so many doors. Anyways, guys, happy 46th to me. Happy 46th to all of you for co-creating with me. Thank you for listening to my, my bullshit ramblings, the ramblings of a madman and a fucking wandering artist, vagabond, gypsy, pikey, American pikey. And uh, mind, body, spirit, love, healing, truth. I'm out.